stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, a, di- a very diverse slate of inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Those inductees announced today, uh, if you didn't already guess, uh, you had uh, Depeche Mode, Whitney Houston, Doobie Brothers, Nine Inch Nails, T-Rex, and Biggie Smalls, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., now, I mean, to me, it's 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 akin to having like a sports hall of fame, you know. And instead, I mean, we have the hockey hall of fame, baseball hall of fame, football hall of fame. I mean, you know, Biggie belongs in the the rap hall of fame. Whitney Houston certainly belongs in in the R and B hall of fame. But it seems odd. I mean, I don't know that we can make apples to apples comparisons, can we? In the rock and roll hall of fame. And now those not going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who are eligible this year include Pat Benatar, seems like an obvious selection, the Dave Matthews Band, Judas Priest, Thin Lizzy, Motorhead, Todd Rundgren. What's also interesting is that the inductees don't really mesh with what the fan vote came back with. So if the fans aren't really picking the inductees, why is there a fan vote in the first place? Anyway, joining us uh, for some thoughts on all of this, very pleased to welcome the program, Alan Cross, a music writer, broadcaster, historian, consultant, much more at a journal of musical things.com, including some thoughts on this today. Alan, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. You, you hit it right on the head. Uh, why are we bothering with a fan vote when nothing uh, that, the, that the Hall Committee does corresponds to what the fans want? Right. Well, Dave Matthews Band was the top vote getter. Pat Benatar was the second vote getter, and neither of them are going in the hall. No. And what is Whitney Houston doing here? I mean, what kind of world do we live in where Whitney Houston gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Pat Benatar, Soundgarden, Judas Priest, Thin Lizzy, and Motorhead do not? Like something now, I know that people are going to make um, an argument saying that look at uh, rock and roll has many siblings and cousins. You have to acknowledge all the artists that sort of surround and orbit with the nature and, and notion of what rock and roll is. Mm. But uh, you know, who's next? Mariah Carey? I mean, is, is it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or is it the Music Hall of Fame? It's, if it's the Music Hall of Fame, great. Okay, sure. got yeah. it. All inclusive. But if there was a an R and B Hall of Fame, would uh, would Judas Priest get in? No, not a chance. If there was a hip hop Hall of Fame, would Motorhead get in? No, not <laughs> a chance. Not. So but you're right. Again, yeah. we, you you don't want to segment things, and you don't want to turn it into a racial thing or anything like that. But you know, with with the Whitney Houston vote, I, I'm pretty sure I know what happened. Uh, her estate is mounting some kind of comeback for her. 
you know, with things like hologram concert tours and new releases. They want to rehabilitate her image. After all, she died of an overdose. Right. And, you know, the, the, the latter years of her life were, were, were tabloid stuff. She married a bad boy in Bobby Brown. And then, you know, she had her children ran into some, some all kinds of tragedy. So the idea is to rehabilitate Whitney Houston as this great diva. And one of the ways you do that is you get her credibility back by putting her into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So you know, you just know that was all kinds of behind-the-scenes arm-twisting from some very powerful people to get the 900-plus people who actually make you know do do the voting to vote for her. I mean, I, again, you know, what is rock about Whitney Houston? Nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, no, well, and it would agree. And look, I'm, I'm of the opinion that Whitney Houston is probably one of the greatest female pop vocalists ever. And I mean, obviously, her record sales, everything, that, that all speaks for itself. But you're right. This is I, absolutely the Rock no Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm a monster talent. Yep. Does, she, does she belong in a class that also includes Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean the, it just lost all credit. I mean, I've never been a fan of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I don't like institutionalizing something that's supposed to be the spirit of rebellion and, and, and youthful vigor and all that sort of stuff. But this, you know, and again, we can look at the fan voting. Let me, let me explain how the fan voting works. You can vote as many times as you want. You can vote uh, even, I think, twice or three times a day. It, it's multiple voting. It's hardly anything that you would have PricewaterhouseCoopers actually you know, maintain. And uh, so all these, all these people vote, and you declare a winner. In this particular case, the artist that received the most fan votes was the Dave Matthews Band with over a million votes. Okay? That... Vote that those one million votes count as exactly one vote, along with all the nine hundred other plus. <laughs> really? So that's how it works. Other people, let's go back to Whitney Houston. Other people are going to say, "Well, we need more women in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame." And the answer to that is absolutely. If you look at all the inductees, less than ten percent are women. That's wrong. That's got to be. Uh, fix, mm-hmm. but the affixive with Whitney Houston over Pat Benatar, and let's just go back to the 1980s when Pat Benatar was a really big thing. She was the only woman outside of, uh, I guess, Hart that could fill arenas, and and she has yet to be acknowledged in, in by the by the Rock Hall. It's just nuts. Yeah, I mean, she was such a pioneer. If you think of a Rock Hall of Fame, it, it, she seems like such a, an obvious one. So that that's. Yeah, that's quite an oversight. Who are these 900 people, Alan? Well, I mean, I don't need all their names, but, but I mean, what, for, do they work for the hall? Are these music writers? Who are they? Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, an old boys club of uh, music executives, music writers, and, you know, people handpicked by, by Jan Wenner and, and all the people that put together the Hall of Fame. And, and they, they apparently have meetings, and they apparently have conference calls, and they apparently have debates about who should be nominated and who should be uh, inducted. And, uh, you know, they, they obviously don't pay any attention to what the fans think because, again, out of the top five in the fan voting, only one act, the Doobie Brothers, who finished number three in the fan voting, got in. I, you know, when, when they made the announcements this morning, and I, I, I went, wow, that's – there's – <laughs> they don't. They don't seem to be on the same page as the fans. 
Well, let's look at the inductees. Let's put aside, you know, the, the non-rock artists. So Whitney Houston aside, Notorious B.I.G. aside. If we're looking at, at rock artists versus rock artists, um, you know, the idea of uh, T-Rex uh, in the Hall of Fame over some of these other bands you mentioned. I mean, obviously, Pat Benatar is, I think, a, a glaring oversight. But in terms of who got in and who didn't get in, just in terms of the rock artist here, what, what do you make of the choices in the snubs? Well, Doobie Brothers, okay, here's one thing that we have to understand. Uh, you are eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 25 years after you release your first album. And this is the 35th class going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, okay, if you've got six or seven inductees per year, 35 years, 200 and you know, some odd inductees now, uh, we're starting to run out of people. You know, to to you know, it, it's 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 weird that we, do, you know, all the super iconic artists that we have grown up with from the classic rock era, they're pretty much in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So you start looking for, and I don't want to say the B team, but you're looking at the the next level of of that, those artists. So the 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 artists that you have on the list that made it in from the 1970s uh, would be the Doobie Brothers, and um, I'm going to. See, there, there's two Doobie Brothers, too. There's the Tom Johnson Doobie Brothers with China Grove and, and, and all those early great songs. And then there's the Michael McDonald uh, Doobie Brothers with What a Fool Believes and everything afterwards. So um, I, I guess they all decided that they were going to vote them in based on a, an entire body of work. So, uh, okay, that, that's fine. Uh, Depeche Mode definitely deserved to be there. Uh, that's a bit of a surprise because outside of a couple of places in the U.S., Los Angeles being one of them, uh, and in Toronto being the other. I mean, they they were a fairly regional band. Sold a lot of records, but they were a fairly regional band in North America, or continue to be a regional band in North America. Meanwhile, they're absolutely huge in uh, the U.K. and Europe. In fact, Eastern Europe, they are massive. So that's a nice nod to them, acknowledging what uh, they've done since they were formed in 1980. I, I approve of that. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, that's a, a really an award to Trent Reznor because he is the only guy that really met, that has ever mattered in Nine Inch Nails. And he has become this, this massive uh, talent when it comes to scoring movies and video games and uh, you know many other things, as well as continuing to uh, produce Nine Inch Nails material. So I think the only thing that he is missing in terms of, of an award is a Tony for Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he's got awards for everything else so yes definitely and t-rex now that's that's interesting now t-rex mark bowen um died in a car crash in 1977 uh was a big influence on david bowie he was a friend of bowie he was a, a glam artist of the time um really only two singles that uh, achieved any kind of maybe three singles that achieved any kind of notoriety in north america get it on jeepster and maybe telegram sam um it's it's an interesting emotional uh, pick. Although if if I was in the hall, I was on the hall voting committee. I mean, I'd certainly look at Dave Matthews or Soundgarden or Judas Priest ahead of T Rex. So they're going to have to figure. I, I have no idea what the justification is for that one. It's it's a nice pick, but ahead of Pat Benatar, Soundgarden, Judas Priest, and Thin Lizzy and Motorhead, um, I don't know. So these acts that didn't get in this year, then theoretically they, they could next year or in future years. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, what will happen is after we have the ceremony on, in April, is it April? I think it's, yeah, it's April, and then after the HBO special in May, 
um, they'll get down to business about, you know, the lobby. Again, you know, this just doesn't happen in a vacuum. There was a lot of lobbying because of the, the marketing potential, because right. of the, you know, promotion potential of saying that your artist is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's, it's, it's a, it can be a very big deal for, for pe- some people in the industry. So that'll begin probably in June. And then we'll go through this whole rigmarole again in the fall with the fan voting, which is a sham. And then uh, next January, we'll be talking about the next five or six people that get into the hall. And I wouldn't be, you know, I guarantee you you'll see Sam Garden and Judas Priest back on the the ballot. And there will be a lot of pressure to include more women. We're seeing it right now with the Academy Awards. Like, why are there, you know, so few women nominated in the big categories for the Academy Awards this year? Uh, there's the same uh, argument made here. Where are all the women outside of of, of Whitney Houston? And if it had to, why Whitney Houston? Right. All right. Well, uh, much more at at journalofmusicalthings.com. Alan, always appreciate it. Thanks so much for making some time for us here today. You're very welcome. All right. Alan Cross, music writer, broadcaster, historian, consultant, at journalofmusicalthings.com. Rockhall.com is uh, the website, I guess, if you want to see who else is in the Hall of Fame. Time to change the name, maybe? Or maybe time to have some other halls of fame or hall of fames. How do you pluralize that? Because it does seem, to me, it's like, I guess you could have a sports hall of fame, and then you could have baseball players, hockey players, etc. But, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it seems hard to compare some of these different artists. And, it, and calling it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does make it seem weird. But if it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and you're concerned that there aren't enough women, and then, then how on earth do you snub Pat Benatar? It would seem like a lock. And then to top it all off, she was number two in the fan voting. And despite all of that, still didn't get in. Like I, I'm a big fan of Whitney Houston, an immense, immense talent. But I, yeah, I certainly get the argument here. Anyway, 403-974-8255 is the number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.